restored it. Georg Christoph Lichtenberg, Notebook H. Liza. He's tracking my time. Every 10 seconds, Trevor's dark eyes dart to the digital clock on his computer screen, a driver checking his rear view. My pitch has not impressed. He has more important things to attend to. Authors who bring in more money. My work is not worth these valuable minutes. He doesn't say any of this, of course. Our decade-long relationship has made his thoughts apparent. I read them in the lines crinkling his brow as he sits across from me in his office chair, scratching his goatee while the air conditioner's hiss recalls the reputational damage wrought by my latest book, Accused Woman. Not my best work, to say the least. Critics dubbed the protagonist Sandra D. on diazepam. She lacked agency, they said. Too many things happened to her. Really, she was too like me to be likable. My former psychiatrist, Dr. Sally Searchardine, suggested similar failings. An affair? Finally, he speaks. Barely. A true Brit. Trevor drops the ending R. His accent mocks me, as though my idea has so offended him that even his critique doesn't require clear articulation. He removes the wire-framed glasses previously perched on the wide bridge of his nose, sets them on his mouse pad, and walks to his window. Before him lies a landscape of penthouse terraces. In Manhattan, success is determined by view, Trevor's placement, high above even the city's wealthy, is a reminder of his importance relative to my own, of the weight his opinion should carry as opposed to mine. There's hardly a new way to do an affair. Well, I think of it as a classic revenge story. My voice cracks as I make my case. Dr. Sally also said I regress into adolescence at the first whiff of confrontation. The hormones are making things worse. I think romantic suspense readers want right, what they want. He faces me and nods. Trevor talks with his head the way Italians speak with hand gestures. The angle of his chin conveys his amusement or displeasure. You must give your audience what they're craving. Readers are done with love triangles and tortured consciences. Consider what Hollywood is buying. Stories about pushing sexual taboos and psychological manipulation. People want to play mind games in the bedroom, eh? A 42-year-old guy is telling me, a 35-year-old woman smack in the middle of my target audience demographic, what my peers want in the sack. Sad fact is, I should probably take notes. For the past year... David and I have only bothered with intercourse when my basal temp kicks up. Trevor is recently divorced and inarguably attractive. A Bronze Age Rodan of a man. Women must be, as he'd say, queuing up. He snaps to an unknown rhythm. Suddenly, his eyes brighten like he's figured out the step. How about something with psychiatrists? Does he love her, or is he messing with her mind? 
I could name four books involving twisted therapists that graced the bestseller lists in the past two years. But doing so would just support Trevor's suggestion. He isn't claiming that his idea is original, only that it's on trend. Trends sell, whether writers like them or not. Trevor mistakes my silence as serious consideration. Think Hannibal Lecter without the horror. The sociopathic doctor meets a young Clarice, and she falls, I don't know, Trev, transference? Is that... Trans... He wrinkles his nose, offended by my attempt to slip esoteric knowledge into our conversation. Trevor often laments this about me. He complains that I bog down my books with details, how a gun shoots, how police detect trace amounts of blood, DNA lingo fit for a biologist. For accused woman, I attended a week-long writer's workshop at the police academy.